The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America. Back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Tuesday. 21st day of April 2020. And uh, we'll get to our scheduled guest here in a couple of minutes just to give you uh, an update what's happening here in Round Rock, Texas. <laughs> I go to the bank. Of course, the bank lobby is closed and you can only use the drive through And I look up in the little camera on the little screen and there the gal that's just being so friendly to me. And I know she's smiling because I can see her eyes crinkle, but I couldn't see her smile because she was wearing a mask. And the first thing you can imagine, the first thing out of my face was, what in the heck are you doing? And she said, this isn't my idea. I said, whose idea was it? Well, we had people that were customers to our A-plus federal credit union that called the main office and complained that we weren't being safe. (laughs) And, you know, here's the funny thing. Um, I made a few more stops in Round Rock, and I'm always walking and talking. That's how I am. And lo and behold, to the man and woman, yeah, this corona coronavirus is, yeah, it's BS. We know it now. The government's scaring the hell out of us. And, uh, folks, I, I hope, and, and these, these idiots will not understand this, the dime droppers that are calling the police and complaining to businesses about people that can see the truth and are not going along with this, You know what you're going to end up discovering? That you, in fact, are the minority. I hope you keep that in mind. Because what's happening rapidly here is everybody is coming up to speed on this deal. Amazing. Simply amazing. Generally dumb public, there are people out there that are programmed. Programmed and they can't see anything but what they're being told had a conversation with my insurance company, car insurance company, the dear lady. She said, you know, my family, they're glued to the tube. They watch the news every single day. That's where their opinions come from. And I said, and my dear, that's exactly why I do what I do. 
I said, I'm sorry to hear that. She's 28 years old. She's questioning. And I said, you keep questioning. Keep your heart and your mind and your eyes and your ears open. You will be better off than most people in your generation because you're seeking the truth. They're busy hiding from it. All right. The website, journeyintoinsanity.org. I came across Rico and um, Rico uh, Hiron. Did, did I say that even close, Rico? <laughs> yes, you did a pretty good job. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I, I, I've been down here in Texas for 20 plus years. I know Hable Spanish were the, were the hoot. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well, the problem you'll, I'll be having today is me not speaking English neither, so <laughs> we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> now that's funny. Well, and, and you know what, it, we, we, our paths crossed through an individual we both know. Uh, his name is Mr. Landry. Mr. Landry's been on this program several times. And the breadth and the depth of the knowledge this guy's got. I talked to him last night after the program, and he says, uh, Rico called me. And I said, yeah. And um, he says, um, you know, i got to tell you, John, he says, uh, that wasn't an accident that you two met. So uh, he made the introduction, and then I gave you a call, and then here you are. Rico, I uh, I, don't, I don't even really know where to start, except maybe Mr. Landry explained his awakening. You know what he used to do in the military, military-industrial complex. He was one of the grand planners and organizers, and, well, he was uh, with the Fed, let's just say that. And I discover that he had an awakening 10 years ago and once he realized and it was like it was like the clouds parted here he saw the light and he's been busy ever since trying to his best trying to get people informed as we all have rico you were a stockbroker you were this guy on wall street and you were making money and you know all that stuff and but all of a sudden your life changed what happened how do you go from being a stockbroker to doing an interview off of your research that you've done? How, how, how does that happen? <laughs> uh, John, uh, I think something that happened to me is I had a uh, a, a mystical the way maybe 15 years ago. I, uh, I actually found myself in my vision in the presence of prime creator, as crazy as that sounds. And there was a... Uh, a sound emanating from the source uh, coming at me, and it uh, it was a, a vibration, music, voice combination. I couldn't really distinguish whether it was any one of the three, but okay, it was now, a combination. Okay, Rico, let me let me let me let me stop you right here. Now you do realize what you're saying. People are going to raise an eyebrow and go, "Okay." The spiritual side of this, I get. Everybody's looking for that spiritual side and the truth. A lot of people may not understand or appreciate what you're now telling us. So I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> well, of course, uh, the only way to really understand that and appreciate it is for you to have something similar, and maybe like a near death experience. When people experience that, then they come back with some glowing reports. Anyway, uh, what happened was that uh, I found myself in that presence, and uh, it. Uh, it connected with me, and I connected with it in such a way that it left a, a, just a tremendously ecstatic feeling in my heart, in my heart chakra. It just uh, 
something magical happened and uh, all sorts of uh, consciousness opened up for me and I started looking at the world in a different way and then I began to see that uh, my being a stockbroker and being out there doing what I was doing was not necessarily the most honest thing per se. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll go along with that one. Okay, so you had a cleansing experience and then you started to look at things in a different light. When we start taking a look from different perspectives and we open up our heart and our mind, then things are revealed. You've heard this said about the Bible. You keep reading the Bible, people have been reading it for years, and all of a sudden, one day, they read the same passage that they did 50 times, and then all of a sudden, some wisdom is imparted, and that takes on different meaning. You realize that what you're involved with wasn't necessarily that healthy. This set you on a path of discovery. What did you What did you start to see? Well, I began to see that uh, there's a, a multiple a multiplicity of facades in this country. There is so many facades created in this country where we have uh, we're really under a tyranny of the mind. And everything that we've been taught about this country is incorrect, going all the way back to 1607. And in this country, we really don't study history that much unless you happen to have a Ph.D. in history and you become a professor. But the average person doesn't really have a perspective of history. And if we go right back to 1607, I think that's where the facade started, the tyranny of the mind started in so many ways, because uh the, the pilgrims, or supposedly the pilgrims that landed way back then, were actually under, uh, they landed on of commerce, and commerce is war, and war is commerce. And war is commerce in the sense that uh, martial law has always been to dominate and subdue any given new territory. So when the uh, English landed in 1607, along with their religious group, they gave their blessings on behalf of the Vatican. And then the next person to stand off uh, to get off of the ship was Captain Miles Standish. And you can find it on, on the Google. And he basically, the minute he stepped foot on the American continent at that point, which was, you know, full of Native Americans, uh, estimates vary from uh, 20, 30, 50 to 100 million or whatever. The minute he stepped foot on the continent, it put the continent under martial law. And martial law is really codified by Francis Lieber in 1863, <clears throat> and the title of that is called the Lieber Code. The alternative title to that is called the Instructions for the Government of Armies of the United States in the Field, and that field is a battlefield. So this country has really uh, an invisible martial law because Article 1 of the Lieber Code clearly tells you that notice to the conquered people is not required. Uh, martial law being in effect is not required, and that's where the primary problem started right there. It really, it really set up the cornerstone of an absolute and sheer enslavement that we now see in this country, John. Well, there the country started off, and if you read the writings of the founding fathers, you know, um, it sounded pretty good. We were going to get away from the king. We had colonies here. We declared independence. We came up with a new form of government. And they looked at all of them. George Washington was asked, well, will you be our king? And he saw how well that worked, and he says, no, I don't want to be your king. 
Well, other people suggested, well, okay, let's have a democracy. 51% of the people, you put a vote out there, if 51% want it, well, they get it. And the founders saw flaws in that as well. So they decided to make a republic, but they, they went a step further. It was a constitutionally limited form of government. Now, we have republics out there. We've got banana republics, we've got republic of this, we've got republic of that, and that's fine. But this is a constitutionally limited republic. And we have these natural rights. Some people that are afraid to say the words, they figure their tongue will crack or their nose will fall off, uh, that these were rights granted to us by God. Well, for those that don't want to follow that path, there's a thing called natural law. And that seems to suit them much better. However they get there, it doesn't matter to me. But the plain fact is that when this Constitution was written and the Bill of Rights was written, Rico, this wasn't written for the individual. We already had these unalienable or unalienable rights. These are God-given rights. These were rights that were written down as a guideline for our government as to lines they should never, ever cross. Anything in that you disagree with? Well, yes, the intent was very excellent because these were really highly intellectual men, but the outcome has been uh, quite twisted and quite perverted, okay? <clears throat> so within within every any given document, there's flaws in any given documents, okay? Now, I've written uh, several of my chapters where I, one of the chapters I wrote was I said, uh, geniuses or subversive traitors, and I actually go back into that and looked at what they actually did. They copied the Iroquois nation system of government. The Iroquois had already had for about uh, 800 years, going back to, 80, uh, to 1100 or 1200, something like that, okay? So five, 600 years, maybe, whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. But they Okay, I'm... Many of the founding fathers, including Franklin, Franklin and Jefferson, actually plagiarized the uh, Iroquois... Rico, uh, we're, we've got an issue here. You're, there's complete sentences missing out of your side in transmission. <clears throat> um, does that, the system you're on right now, are these phone calls coming into you? Uh, yes, this phone call's coming in fine, but you've also broken up for like three to five seconds at a time also. Do you have anything open in your browsers? Uh... Not that I can see. Let me see. Let me close this here. It's not a. It's not on there. Because uh, this could be anything. Nope. Cookies trying to download or whatever the case may be. Just trying to clean this up because it's not. It's not an issue of scrunching your bandwidth. It's bandwidth interrupt us. It's just not there. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's see. Let's try it again. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, I uh, said that I. I've written a chapter in one of my books uh, titled uh, Founding Fathers or Subversive Geniuses. And uh, most of the founding fathers uh, were very well acquainted with the Iroquois nation, uh, the Iroquois tribes. And the Iroquois tribes had already established a constitution several hundred years before that. So really what happened was that these gen these uh, founding fathers, as we called them, were heavily, heavily influenced by the constitutional form of government from the Iroquois. So, yes, the intent started really, really good. But uh, as happens in any uh, new system, 
you will always have a group of agent provocateurs, people behind the scenes that are psychopaths that want to dominate and don't want to establish justice or freedom or equality for anybody. They want more for themselves. So there's always been these dominant groups of men behind the scenes uh, manipulating and controlling and subverting uh, a lot of these things. And I think one of the major subversions happened in 1871 when the United States Corporation or the United States was incorporated as a corporation in the District of Columbia. And at that point, everything started going south. So that was basically what I call a coup d'etat. All right, by the corporate government or the corporation. Now, that corporation, uh, you can look it up, has all foreign owners, all foreign owners and all banking institutions. So they set up the, uh, the, uh, the cornerstone to be able to dominate this country from behind the scenes going back to 1871. Now, that was an original coup d'etat. And the worst one that happened is uh, 1933 when the Federal Reserve Banking System did a an actual coup de grace, what I call a killing blow on this country. And that was done with the assistance of Franklin Danilo Roosevelt. And then after they did the coup d'etat, of course, they naturally did a major heist of the gold of this people through, exec, through executive order. And gold flowed into the coffers of the, uh, of the, uh, of the government because it became fully illegal for people to keep gold. And there was a... Uh, fine, I think, of $250,000 and 10 years in prison. So that pretty well encouraged most of the sheeple to turn in their gold. And then they got these receipts called Federal Reserve Notes, and that gold has never been returned. Well, and it was also confiscated from the American people, put on the markets and sold at a profit, I think, over in England, if memory serves. Well, and 1871 seems to be a magical point, not necessarily magic in the sense of, ooh, ah, but kind of dark magic. 1871, it is the uh, war between the states. It is, uh, as we like to refer down here in the South, it's the northern aggression against the South. And (laughs) this was fought simply over the issue of states' rights. This didn't have anything to do with slavery. This was politicized later. But this had to do with the issue of states' rights. And, of course, we know that, well, the South lost that struggle to maintain its sovereignty and independence. And then we had the centralized government take more power. Now, 1871 was a transitional period because that's when we had um, Reconstruction. And, yeah, a lot of... John, if I may, if I may, uh, I I want to interject something. The the whole uh, Civil War was fabricated by the deep state uh, shadow government. Uh, It was uh, fabricated, and truth is always the first casualty of war. I really don't see in my viewpoint that it had to do with state rights. What it had to do with was establishing a new corporate plantation. No, 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 don't don't disagree. I'm sorry, you're, 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 okay, you're, I see what you're doing, okay. I'm not disagreeing with you. I am saying this is the reason given, because the states just wouldn't give up on the slavery thing. I mean, we've taken that little project of indoctrination to the point that the southern battle flag uh, was the symbol for the... That was their battle flag. 
That's how you distinguish one side from the other. That happened to be their battle flag. But this this thing was just so racist and loaded that, well, we had to start taking down statues and taking this flag down from all buildings in the South. I want to clarify a little bit more on this on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. And trace when you're online with identity theft and cyber crimes on the rise. Your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting patriotinternet.com. For about $2 per month, patriotinternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. Patriotinternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With patriotinternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, patriotinternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from patriotinternet.com. Visit patriotinternet.com today. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. There was a lot of things changed in 1871 and Reconstruction. And Rico, I was talking to you on the phone yesterday, and I said that, uh, you know, one of the things you were talking about, that 14th Amendment, uh, which is crucial in this conversation. But I also uh, told you that the 13th Amendment that they magically came up with, I don't know if you remember the movie Lincoln. It was a period film that was done several years ago. 
And um, this was done by um, uh, the guy that did Jaws. Uh, Mike, what the heck's that guy's name, the director? Jaws? Steven Spielberg. Thank you. have a mental <laughs> block against that guy. At any rate, half of the movie was about the life of Lincoln, his son, and Mr. Lincoln, Mr. Lincoln, we need a 13th Amendment. We need an amendment against slavery in the Constitution. Well, strangely enough, prior to that Reconstruction, prior to 1865, we in fact did have a 13th Amendment already. And that forbade lawyers, people with titles of nobility. In other words, it was it was designed to keep the crafty ones, the wordsmithers, out of Congress, out of our government. And lo and behold, after after the Civil War was over, well, we had a new 13th Amendment, we had that 14th Amendment, and off we go. But I also told you that a friend had given me something that was very, very precious, one of the original pocket constitutions that I have seen. Uh, it was actually printed in 1861, and it had the original 13th Amendment already there. Uh, yes, and that was very important, but of course that had to be uh, modified and deleted and totally distorted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, I, I had a, a train of thought that I wanted to offer on the 13th Amendment. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, yeah, I think I think what has happened is uh, all wars are fabricated, and all wars have a, a predetermined uh, uh, purpose, and... Uh, the Civil War was no different. Uh, I think the Civil War was used primarily the first really full-blown military dictatorship under Lincoln. And he needed the Libra Code. He needed to really understand the Libra Code, the laws of war. And the Libra Code, and it has 157 articles. And I think that's really where the downfall began. So the myth was created around Lincoln, the great emancipator. I, I think it's actually the opposite, the great enslaver. Because what happened from there is uh, it was codified in 1863. Uh, and from there on in, I think so many things have happened. So many facades have been created that we're not even aware of. Uh, is hidden in plain sight. And that follows the plain sight principle. And in a country that is so enamored with the idea that we're the land of the free and the home of the brave, well, we call ourselves that. We, we, we gave ourselves that title. But if you get on the internet and start really researching uh, and you look at the freedom rankings that we have as a nation, they're actually not number one or number two or number even number 10. Uh, three agencies ranked us, one ranked third, one ranked us 41st, one ranked us 40th in terms of personal freedoms. So the illusion of uh, living in the land of the free is, is one of the most powerful illusions and also tyrannies of the mind that we're under. Because what happens is when an entire nation falls in love with themselves under the illusion of sublime perfection, where do you go after that when a nation, as a nation, you achieve sublime perfection? Hmm? It, it real, Where do you go from there? No, there, there if no you're at the go. top, there's only one place to go, and that's down. That, <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's we've been on that spiral post-World War II. Post-World War II, we were the world's greatest, the world's richest wealthiest nation and now we have the dubious distinction of being the world's greatest debtor nation do we not uh isn't that amazing and lo and behold uh, 
this comes by way of the money masters, or as I like to refer to them from time to time, uh, the international bankster bastards. Now, <laughs> this funny money system that was set up was adopted worldwide. It is a system of usury. You, uh, if, if you look at it this way, they've got something, and you want to use my something, well, here's the tax that's associated with it. We call it interest. And this yes. this is not constitutional. If you read our Constitution, you know, what is money supposed to be? Well, the value and the weight of the metal is supposed to be declared by Congress, so on and so forth, and that's what the dollar is supposed to be attached to. Well, it's not. It was maybe at one time, but it is no longer. And we are dealing with that private corporation for profit known as the Federal Reserve. Uh, you can expound on that and go globally. They're all the same fiat currencies, and they all do the very same thing. Whereas, folks, in reality, what is happening with this is you're creating the line of credit. That's all that this scam is. Pretty much are you creating the line of credit when you sign for a mortgage, when you sign for a car loan, you sign for a personal loan, it doesn't matter. What you're doing is you're putting your signature on a document and you're creating that credit line. The bank is not loaning you anything. You're just opening up that credit line. And this is something that more and more people, Rico, around the world are starting to wake up to. We're in debt in this country right now, and it's disputed that it's somewhere between 150 maybe $200 trillion dollars. With the fiat system that we have, with that interest juice running from Guido, the banker, all this time, there is no possible way to pay this supposed debt back to these bankers. I set that up. Three-minute break. Let's pick it up with that Rico on the other side. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.com. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon by Christine. Great for heart palpitations. By Anne. Before I started using this product, every afternoon, my ankles and my hands would be swollen. That doesn't happen anymore. So if that part of their advertising is true, I have to assume that the rest of it is also. Not to mention... That when I had my yearly blood test, only a few weeks after beginning to use this product, my cholesterol had dropped over 30 points. I'm going to continue to take it. By Croc, I love this product. It really works. By Brad, works great. Thank you. Tell us your story. Get your Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. 
Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republic broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Website journeyintoinsanity.org and a man's uh, awakening and a journey into <laughs> this this rotten little worm <laughs> worm worm filled apple we have here. <laughs> um, Rico, the banks they bought the entire planet with their funny script. They know now own everything. I mean everything. Many times over. This scam called banking and their supposed currency. Let's pick up on that one. Okay, John, thank you. Uh, the banking system, of course, uh, the current Federal Reserve banking system is a uh, morphed from the first and central first central bank and the second central bank, and that was passed in uh, in nineteen was it nineteen thirteen or sixteen thirteen. 19, 1913 by four senators, four senators by voice vote on December 23rd after the regular congressional session ended. Okay, so they imposed that on us. Okay, so now the thing about the Federal Reserve Banking System, of course, you and I know there's nothing federal, there's no reserves in there, and the whole thing is a Ponzi scheme. And a Ponzi scheme of this nature, I think, is going to last about 100 years. So I think we have about 13 years left, roughly, before the whole Ponzi scheme collapses totally. Because it'll be such a great debt that it'll be completely unsustainable. Okay, So in my viewpoint, it's about a 100-year Ponzi scheme. Okay, 
Now, the thing that is really ironic is uh, these uh, psychotic people, these criminally insane people that uh, are the deep state and the shadow government, uh, they play these mind games and they're, they're fooling themselves because they think they've bought the whole world with fake money, but they really haven't bought anything because it's all debt. And the thing about this debt is it could be completely erased with the stroke of one key on their on their master computer, and that key would be delete. And they could reset the entire debt, erase the entire debt, forgive the trillions and quadrillions of dollars or uh, Federal Reserve notes that are owed, and reset everything, and all of this would be gone. But they need to maintain a sense of chaos, and I call that the, the principle of the five C's. They need to keep humanity in a confusion, complexity, cognitive dissonance, contradictions, and chaos. And once you have an entire population under the principle of the five C's, everybody's running around uh, like chickens with their heads cut off, John. And that's what we see with this coronavirus also. You, you forgot the six C, uh, C in this, this little equation. The six C is, uh, well, confusion, yeah. Confounded? Yeah, people are. Chaotic, the situation they've created? Oh, most assuredly. I mean, we could we could go on with this one. But suffice to say, uh, the people that created this emergency banking act, and you're exactly right, there has never been a fiat money system that has ever survived more than a century. The reason being, it's self-destructive. They keep printing the money that keeps devaluing the very money they're printing until it ends up being nothing. Uh, we saw that on the Weimar Republic. We heard all heard the stories, wheelbarrows full of bills to go buy a stinking loaf of bread. Yeah, but the very same people that helped craft this emergency banking law, same year, came rolling in with the IRS Act. Now, the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, folks, and think about this. You go to a bank. You know, the old saying is that you go to a bank to make a loan, you first got to prove to them that, eh, well, you don't need the loan in order to get a loan. No, what you're <laughs> actually doing is telling the bank, you're telling the bank on yourself of what you actually hold in real estate and real valuables. So if you default on the loan, they have something to confiscate. But the whole IRS was a move for the banks for surety. In other words, we get the government to institute this internal revenue service to collect taxes off of people's wages, and it wasn't an issue for some 50 years. I think going into the Second World War, I think people were being taxed at a rate of 1% or 1.5% on their income tax. A law which, well, it's really not a law, because this is an unapportioned tax and it shouldn't be charged in the first place on personal income. But most people miss the point of what the IRS is about, Rico. That's surety. For the money that they knew the government was going to continue to borrow and accelerate into the future, to grow this wonderful big behemoth we call the federal government, the largest bureaucracy on the face of this planet. Rico, let me ask you a question. With, with all these budgets and, well, my gosh, we're going to have to push through that ceiling. We need money. We, they're spending billions and trillions of dollars spending well that's kind of a misnomer but we're on the hook because the government is not in business to make money the government's in business to lay and assess and collect taxes now having said all that 
Here we are with the IRS that thinks that they can come and confiscate your business, take your home, your property, because you didn't pay your IRS taxes. Uh, Rico, when you run a file to the IRS, do you go into a regular courtroom, a courtroom of equity, <laughs> or do you go to one of their little council sessions? Uh, well, we need to kind of backtrack just a little bit okay. what the IRS what the IRS actually is. The IRS is a paramilitary organization as well as a terrorist organization, and it serves as a debt collection arm for the uh, taxes. And now taxes is the new word for tribute. Only slaves in the past have paid tribute, and taxes are the tribute that we're paying because we are using a private credit system and all the interest, all the taxes, everything else that we're paying is just basically amount to user fees. They're simply user fees. We're using their credit system and uh, we're having to pay, pay a user fee. And that's something that people have a hard time getting their, their head around. Yeah. It's, just a simple, it's just a simple user fee. Yeah. Just, they're not, they're not going to let us use a private credit system without extracting their, their drop of blood at every single time that you touch a Federal Reserve note. Now, it's again, it's so funny that uh, that these people are highly educated, the people in the uh, a lot of people, you know, the special agents, stuff like that. And it's all the ruse. It's all the deception. It's just a vicious debt collecting debt collecting agency on behalf of the. Now, you, you just do. Excuse me. You just use the term agency. Well, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that the CDC and the IRS and the Federal Reserve are not agencies or the officialdom of the United States government? What are these entities? Uh, <laughs> uh, according to uh, Constitutional Attorney Emmerd, he said there was 180 new agencies created since 1933, and it started with Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And to me, they're basically war administration agencies to administer the United States prisoner of war slave concentration camp that was put on us in 1933. If you look at the National War Powers Act, the Trading with the Enemy Act, and then Senate Report 93-549, we as the American people were converted from men and women of flesh and blood into POWs, slaves, and then reduced to the status of thing. Because a slave is a thing, it's mere chattel. So then once they reduced us from a uh, under the color of law to the status of slaves and things, they don't have to be concerned anymore with the welfare of the American people because there's simply no American people. The only thing that exists on the United States prisoner of war slave concentration camp are United States citizens. Now, if you look up a uh, citizen and you begin to understand it, first of all, of course, you know, the United States is a corporation. If you, if you begin to understand citizen, you really begin to Okay, now uh, let, me, let me stop you because you laid this little gem on me yesterday. Uh, it was 1792, 1793, Supreme Court made a ruling? Oh, yes, in 1795, the U.S. Supreme Court in uh, Penhallow versus Doan's administrators, they ruled that all governments are merely corporations. So we have been deceived into thinking that we have this, uh, uh, this structure of government and everything else. The United States is simply a corporation that is interested in one thing, profit. And guess who... Uh, produces the profit for the United States Corporation. Not them. We are. Yeah, that's no, right. We are. The, we the are. chattel We're, slaves. The chattel slaves, exactly. 
Now, uh, the thing that was really interesting is if you go to, to the Supreme Court decision, the United States v. William Matheson in 1976, they declared that United States citizens are prized. Okay, then if you go to Black's Law Dictionary, you look up prized. Prized, in a, in a nutshell, now, I'm probably, I'm not quoting uh, verbatim. It simply means this, that uh, the the men and women of flesh and blood or were corporatized and then captured on the open ocean under the laws of war. And we are appropriated and condemned to slavery on the plantation. And I I'm just wrote a chapter called, not, not just wrote it, but I've been editing. I'm going to submit it. Uh, Roger's going to put it up on his website uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, no, not tomorrow. Probably, uh, well, in the next couple of days. Sorry about that. And it's called, What is the United States Citizenship? And I can actually prove, <laughs> at least to my satisfaction, right, that uh, United States citizen equals person, equals subject, equals slave. And as a result of that, this country has been abandoned financially over the last uh, several decades to where now uh, we can tell that the infrastructure is in shambles. Mm -hmm. We can tell that social programs are basically wiped out. Anything that actually provides some sort of benefit to the men and women of flesh and blood is being either phased out or totally canceled out simply because there is no more welfare of the American people. There's no American people. There's well, only... we, we still have what they call welfare programs. Well, yes, and they're very limited in so many ways. That just enough to keep the people from rebelling. Okay, <laughs> just enough. Like this, twelve hundred dollars, right? It's an insult to the average American, but it's a pacification tool. So the the deep state, the shadow government, has used pacification tools to keep people just below that level of rebellion and revolution, because then they really have to start answering for all of their lies and all of their shenanigans. Well, and, and, and let me stop you right there. Just just make a note of where you're at in your conversation here, because I need to add this as well. Uh, back in 2008, we saw what I deemed, and I, I, I dare anybody to challenge me or argue, me, argue with me on this point, is we saw the biggest ripoff ever witnessed by mankind. Uh, rules and regulations, uh, Glass-Steagall uh, Act was done away with, and we allowed the commercial banks to go in there to the markets to speculate. Now, that doesn't sound too terribly wrong. They're going to go in and take a look at stuff they can make a little bit of money off of. So what did they do? Well, they chose real estate. Well, they started this mortgage-backed security stuff and collateralized debt obligations, sold properties uh, dozens of times over, created a debt between one and $1.4 quadrillion that they have never admitted to the American people that that's what these bankers did worldwide. That is the amount of debt that they laid on who? Okay, government's corporation. Well, corporations, they're interested in profit. Whose profit? The profit that we do. The profit that we make from our sweat equity, our labors. Government's not in there making a product or widgets or whatever the case may be, putting them on the market for profit. No, they're taking that money from us and redistributing that. Now, having said all that, here we are, 11 years later, and of course we have the COVID-19 thing. Well, the banks aren't to blame, but we're bailing them out, we're bailing this out, corporations, so on and so forth, over an issue that should never have been an issue. And this time around, 
on top of people realizing what the banking system is all about, now they're watching a big, fat, gigantic lie imposed on the entire planet, and everybody was in lockstep. We need to protect people. This is the benefit of the government. We're here to protect you. They're destroying what is left of the economic bases of all these countries around the world, Rico. Yes, I agree with that. And the the best place for the uh, deep shadow or deep state uh, shadow government to hide is a creative facade that it's they're benefactors of humanity. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So see, uh, yeah. So I'm not from the of, government. And I'm here to help. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anytime the uh, the government says this is for your own good, well, you better just grab your ankles because they're going to have some fun with you. Yeah. And the entire, uh, going back to 2008, uh, my calculation was that there was probably 15 million homes were closed on uh, in addition to the devastation of the business bankruptcies. So, yes, I agree. That was perhaps the biggest heist. And, 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 and Rico? In human history. And and, yeah. and and look what they did. Yeah. They <laughs> They put this right on the backs of the American people. So, folks, just think of it this way. They created this banking crisis through these thieves. Nobody was charged. Nobody was brought into court to answer charges. Nobody was found guilty, and certainly nobody went to jail. We ought to have made a big ballyhoo out of Bernie Madoff. Well, yeah, dear Uncle Bernie. Bernie was a piker. Bernie was nothing in the Ponzi schemes of things. Just a small player. But hey, let's feed him, let's throw this guy under the bus and feed him this. Maybe that'll quiet them down. The American people do not realize that all of these shenanigans and all this all this criminality, and it cannot be described any other way. It was outright blatant theft. That debt has now been placed on the backs of the American people. Do you think we're ever going to get out of this debt cycle, yes. Rico? Uh, yes, that has been placed on the backs of the American people. And the thing is that they have us exactly where they want us. John, uh, the average American is uh, one paycheck away from bankruptcy. Okay. Hmm. In addition to that, 50% of the American population is at or near poverty. So then we have uh, that 50%, and then we have the upper 1% that is very wealthy, okay? So we have about 40, 49% middle class. Now, I sort of started thinking about that, and that middle class is divided into three tiers, the lower middle class, middle middle class, and upper middle class. And what they did now with the, the shutdown was they already destroyed the lower middle class. That mom-and-pop organization with one, two, three, five employees, they already gone. destroyed that. Gone. Yeah, gone. So the next step is to see how much they can impact the middle, middle class, okay? That's a little bit, the people have a tiny little bit more money to sustain themselves. And if they continue with this, they will destroy that middle, middle class. So at the end, what that will leave is that 1% uh, wealthy, about a 10% upper middle class, and about 89% poverty. Oh, you mean I was middle class and now I've been demoted to subclass? Uh, Yes, and remember that, remember also that... uh, when people uh, don't have money to buy groceries and pay their bills and, and pay their cars and their home mortgages, they turn to the government. But a, a person in line, a government line asking for benefits is going to be very going to be very docile. All right. We've got a break here. His website, journeyintoinsanity.org. There's some glitches in it. We're working on it, too. He's got like eight books for sale, folks. So 
We're working on the website to make that fully functional. But make a note of it, journeyintoinsanity.org. We have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company. And it would pay for itself in just six weeks. When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Extend your life with When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendivite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. <laughs> you know, oh, Rico, I just uh, I just opened up a page on our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and the confusion and the chaos that they want people divided and warring against each other. Well, it turns out that the commander of the international neo-Nazi terror group targeting Jews, 
Turns out to be a 13-year-old Estonian boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, How much longer must this circus continue? Let's go to the phones here. Mark in Florida. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hi. Alan. Oh, good. I didn't hear the beep. Uh, uh, Rico, what, are you, uh, uh, what a name for the uh, discussion. <laughs> We're being Rico'd. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> hey, that's that's good, man. I like that. Um, uh, are, are you familiar with uh, Michael Gaddy? No. Okay, well, he's a he's a gentleman about history, uh, a rebel madman. He can be found on the internet, rebel madman. Um, okay. You touched on the the Iroquois Constitution and plagiarizing, which. Plagiarizing is not a bad thing. I plagiarize many court documents because I don't think I could say anything that hasn't been said 10 million times for the past 10 million years. Uh, we're all just repeating something that somebody else said. In fact, we have to because we've got to use their paperwork or re- respond to their paperwork. It's so their court system. Everything is plagiarized, which is which is good, a dictionary. I'm not making well, up my own well, words. I'm using Webster. Well, I understand what you're saying, but uh, by plagiarize, I meant when you plagiarize something and you take credit for it and you don't give credit to the original author. That's plagiarizing. Now, all of you knowledge, yeah, to me, that's plagiarizing, okay, because there at no point did those founding fathers give credit to the Iroquois nation and said, you know what, we have a system here that was really, really looks excellent. It looks to be working. We're interested and this is where we derived it from. That, to me, is plagiarism. Now, knowledge, we're all standing on the on the shoulders of geniuses. No knowledge. My knowledge is not starting from scratch. I didn't invent knowledge, neither did you. So, yeah, we're standing on everybody else's shoulders pretty well every word that you and I say. Somebody already said it before, so is that plagiarizing? Uh, not in a, not in a, I would suppose, not in a harmful or criminal or, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a terrible, not for us. Nefarious purposes, I suppose. Okay, but your but your issue here, I believe, Mark, is with the courts. Go ahead. Well, not necessarily the courts, but but the history, the swamp, the swamp goes back. Uh, uh, Washington, Hamilton, and Adams were opposed to Jefferson. They wanted to get rid of him as best they could, and and that's part of our history that that we're not told about. And the Articles of Confederation was the true as close as we possibly could be to a republic, but then the Constitution to form a more perfect republic was nothing more than a debt instrument. Yes, and, yes, yes, we're, yes, we're, it's, yes, it's a war document. It's right, a war document. and we're, that's, that's never explained to us that once we lost the Articles of Confederation, we lost the republic. That was the end of it. And I, I don't know if you go into that in any of your books or not, but I'd like your thoughts on that. Thank you. All right, yes, well, okay, well, Rico, there's top of the hour break, so keep that question in mind. We'll take top of the hour break, and we'll entertain your calls as well at 800-313-9443. With that, we'll take the short break and be back. My guest today, Rico Heron, journeyintoinsanity.org. And, folks, bookmark that website, but it's not functionable at this point. It's up there. You can see it. But there's some issues, and we're going through it right now, trying to straighten that out. Just a little programming note for you. All right, let's take the break. We'll be right back. 
so you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The Republic Broadcasting Network, late night, premiere show of a Red Pill Hardcore, hosted by activists that want to hear from you. The listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the Red Pill. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.